This past spring, ADP debuted its new brand platform at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. This is a conference that brings together professionals from all over the world. At the event, we decided to ask people a simple question. What are you working for? It sparked a meaningful conversation, and the answers continue to surprise and inspire us. I'm Kara Murray, and this is HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. As always, I want to thank the ADP Client Appreciation Program for sponsoring this episode. You can earn free payroll by referring ADP, and if you want to learn more, you can talk to your local ADP sales representative. As the title sponsor of the Future Workplace Track at South by Southwest, ADP hosted panels and keynotes that explored trending topics like work-life balance, co-working, the future of work, and diversity and inclusion. Brian Mashad, Senior Vice President of ADP Total Source, and Casey Slater, Program Director of the Future of Workplace, provide a recap of the trends discussed during this five-day event. Today, we'll highlight a segment of their conversation. Hi, I'm Brian Mashad, Senior Vice President of ADP Total Source, and I'm here in the Commons, the lounge at South by Southwest, with my guest, Casey Slater, who is the Program Director of the Future Workplace Track. Today, we're going to talk about the trends that we've seen at South by Southwest. And Casey, I, I know both of us have been, been impressed with the thought leadership um, and certainly the ideation. I know I've taken a lot away. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about as far as trends that we've seen over the last five days? This year, it was just an overwhelming amount of sessions regarding burnout <laughs> and really changing up what we have really thought of as the nine to five and does that really work in today's world where we are continuously connected no matter what i have a apple watch on i have my phone um there's no reason for me not to answer a work email (laughs) so um what are those boundaries and the blurred lines and what is the effect of that on us and so um what i was really intrigued by this year uh, and i didn't know how well it would do uh, are we, is it just me that's experiencing burnout or is this everybody? Um, and what I found interesting was we had uh, Michelle Berry and she came in and she wanted to talk about burnout at work and the antidote to it and just self-care. Um, it's kind of been considered a, an idea that, oh, these millennials, they just have this feeling. But really, um, it turned out to be one of the most favorited sessions of South By, um, Friday and Saturday. And so we had an encore presentation for her, and she packed out both rooms. And that, I mean, South By is really known for intelligent future, brands and marketing, and future workplace is a strong track here. But for us to really be leading that um, with the the session, mindful self-care, the antidote to creative burnout, um, was really, really intriguing. So it really says that um, I'm not the only one feeling this way. So many others are. And uh, yeah, so that was, a, that was really interesting. And then from there, um, we really took on sessions that just talked about not only the company investing in its employees, but the individual themselves investing in them. You know, uh, we have to put up our own boundaries in order for us to be good employees. Another one that came to mind, um, was Carmen Medina. She's a former CIA agent. And hers was uh, how to survive as a change agent within your company. Um, so much change is having to be initiated right now, and that is taxing on that individual. So 
she really gave, gave some great takeaways in that and just being strong in your intuition and your gut. Um, and then also, if you really support what your employee is saying, you also have to stand up and you have to um, be a backbone for them too within that company because change right now is really coming from the employees um, and not really from the top up anymore. So uh, we have the power to do it and we really have to trust in ourselves to do that. Yeah, for sure. I, I got to see that session and it was impactful. And so with some of the speakers that you are just referencing or the sessions, um, I, th I think there's a little bit of what I would call the power to the people, right? Mm -hmm. Especially in a, in a full uh, economy or the lowest unemployment we've had in decades, right? Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about employee engagement? Because that's certainly a trend that we've seen here at, at South By. Yeah, we had one session called uh, Employees as the Catalyst of Change. And it kind of goes hand in hand with what Carmen was talking about as well, um, that the companies can't survive if, it's, if they don't invest in good employees. And the employee has to be um, loyal to the company. And the only way to do that is to listen to them, um, especially with uh, the Me Too movement that has impacted us um, for almost two years now. Um, that's another one where we're just, we're at the breaking point. We, enough is enough. And so uh, there was the... Uh, the new way of leadership is to listen to the employees. And so, again, we're putting the power back into the employees. And I hope that when people walk away from these sessions, they feel empowered to go and create that change within their office. For sure. Yeah. There are a couple things that I saw, um, too, to just to touch on some things that you talked about. For sure, we talked about it at dinner last mm -hmm. night, like this tech and emails and texts and social platforms hitting you all the time. Uh, Tara Nicole Nelson had a great session, yeah. and it was about bringing rituals into the workplace, which really focused on self-care, but also bringing out the best yeah. in your creative spirit. And she talked about monk mode. Yeah. And monk mode is, if you think about a monk, they devote themselves and they turn everything off. It's basically going on monk mode for three hours and yeah. not listening to the phone, not checking social, not getting an email. I, I thought, I think there's some room for monk mode in my in my life for right. sure. Right, and it was interesting when that came through, I was like, ooh, you don't really want to talk about religion in the workplace, you know, that's just been the age old game to it. But if we can take um, practices from those and they can bring calm to us and mindfulness um, and we can add that into our every day, it's really impactful of what that can do and a stronger uh, worker that we become if we, if we feel that rest. No doubt, no doubt. Another trend that I saw, and I'm curious on your take too, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weave it into engagement because I think it's probably one of the most important parts of engagement, and that was the leadership trend. There was mm -hmm. certainly a lot of focus here on becoming a better leader. And I'm going to use a quote that resonated with me, and you've heard it before, but I'm going to give you <laughs> the and, right? And it right. came from Martha Bird, and she said that um, employees leave poor managers, mm. but they follow or come back to great leaders. And right. I thought that was really impactful. And there was a couple things that I saw there. You, you touched on it, the bringing humanity yeah. back to work, right? Yeah. And really focusing on your employees and what does it mean for them to bring their best selves back to work? Things like focusing on those core human truths of uh, making sure they're productive, mm -hmm giving them a sense of belonging, mm -hmm. inspiring them, mm -hmm. and ensuring they're uniquely valued. 
And then, of course, on the leadership front, we heard from Marcus Buckingham as well, who he, he really resonates with me because he, he really focuses on uh, short-term work um, as well as giving the employee attention and, and doing uh, very common check-ins. What, what are you working on and how can I help is how he sums it up. Yeah. And then focusing on the strengths. And why the strengths? It's really to make sure that if you're working on what you love every day, you're going to be an engaged employee and you're going to do your best work too. Yeah. So I, I love those sessions that I saw. And I also think I'm a millennial and I'm going to own it. <laughs> um, you know, it's hard as a millennial to stay within a company, right? Pensions don't really exist anymore. Um, it's very rare for a company to really match a 401k. Um, there's just not that incentive anymore. Millennials are now saying, well, if this isn't, if our, if later in life we're not protected, then we want quality of life right now. Is that flexibility in the workplace? Is that more pay? Who knows what that is, but it's up to the millennial to decide. I can tell you from my personal experience, I've jumped. Uh, I've been in advertising, nonprofit, startup, and then ended up at South By, right? And in between that, I took a year and a half off and did a sabbatical and traveled around the world. So for me, it really comes down to that leadership. If it's not there, the loyalty is not there. And uh, I'm also a cancer survivor. And um, my first South by Southwest, I was diagnosed. And I was working through it with cancer, not knowing what it was. And finally, when I was diagnosed, South by, I was contract, and South by hired me knowing I had cancer. And that speaks volumes to that company. And, you know, I worked through my treatment for six months. Um, I never... I was never questioned where I was. I could work from the chemo chair and giving me that flexibility and empowering me through my treatment and allowing me to do my job and, you know, not giving me restrictions within that, you know, this is the longest job I've ever had. And I think that there's a reason for that. And I have a loyalty to my company now and also because it's super cool and puts out a great conference, yeah, yeah. right? No but, doubt. I mean, it speaks to that in itself. I'm a millennial. I'm attached to it. And the leadership has to come from the top. Um, and they have to really be taking care of their employees, whether it's their rights, whether it's their quality of life. Um, yeah, it's just, it's imperative. No doubt. By the way, congratulations on being a survivor. Thank you. And it really does. Yeah, we can clap for, <laughs> for Casey. Yeah. It really does talk about bringing that humanity back because yeah. you, you shared a little bit about how you were treated and, and uh, that's how you would expect we would all treat each other. You hope so. I've right. seen other companies not though and so it's, uh, it's competitive out there and you know, nope. you got to do the right thing. No doubt. Um, it, it does speak to companies not only building their external brand but their internal brand to really keep talent and I think there one trend we saw which maybe you could talk about which I think is like table stakes right is mm -hmm. just being a good employer and doing the right thing there mm -hmm. were a number of sessions on that you want to uh, illuminate us in any yeah way I mean there's so many ways we can be good right now <laughs> um, it really is it could be going back to the me too are we listening are we applying what we have learned are we really giving equal pay to our employees, um, I'm really considering that. Is it standing up for LGBTIA plus rights? Um, 
are we setting an example by our company values? Um, those are just a, a handful of the ones we talked about. The, are we hiring in the right way? Are we, you know, excluding uh, the gender biases? Um, and so that really comes from doing the right thing. We want to create a diverse and inclusive workplace, um, and we have to keep companies accountable no to doubt. do that. You know, an eyebrow-raising stat for me from one of the sessions was that one in three people do not believe in a in the pay gap between mm -hmm. the genders, right? Um, and a lot of people want to blame it on time off for maternity leave or mm -hmm. uh, raise a family, but right out of college, same job, a woman makes 82 cents on a dollar yeah. to a man, and it equates to $400,000 in the lifetime in Isn't pay. You Pretty come staggering. look at numbers and it's scary. It really I mean, is. we have a lot of women in here, we know this, <laughs> right? We, we feel it. Um, my first job, I found, found out I was getting paid $10,000 less, um, and I had to leave that company. Um, we feel it, and I think it's really great that South By can cultivate an environment where men can hear this too and not be offended by it. I think the last one that you and I talked about, maybe you can touch on it, was AI and data. Mm, with data, I mean, it could eliminate a lot of that inherent biases that we aren't even aware that we have. So, um, you know, if we're using data, especially or in, in recruiting, that could solve a lot of issues. But on the other side of that, you are losing a lot of the human connection and a human actually reading through those resumes and those cover letters to see what is a good fit. Right. Um, so I think we're in a really weird but cool time right now where we're playing to see if data is the way and can it really be telling so much about us? I it's mean, funny, it's a little know, bit contrarian, right? We yeah. talked about humanity, but data at the same time. It's a time. lot, right? <laughs> um, I did hear from Jack Berkowitz and Mark Ryan a lot about having that responsibility, controlling for bias in there, and, and companies really taking it upon themselves to do the right thing, mm -hmm. um, because it is the right thing, right? Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is the rise of HR data. And while everybody has big data, or there's big data for sure at ADP, it's not really about only big data. It's taking that data and turning it into actual, yeah. actual insights and giving it on demand so you can actually do better or perform better outcomes, right? Right, right, right. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy time that we're in, but it, it's very interesting and uh, we can only tell in the next like five, ten years. Um, Who knows? Even closer to... We might find yeah. out at next year's South By, right? <laughs> right, it's very true. I mean, things are happening so rapidly right now. No doubt. Uh, so I, I look forward to it, especially for 2020. Well, between investing in and supporting employees, leadership and loyalty, and diversity and inclusion, Casey and Brian discussed a lot of great information. To our listeners, we'd love to hear what you're working for. Use the hashtag working for on social media to join in the conversation. We want to thank you all for listening to HRpreneur. I'm Kara Murray, and I'm working for my children and showing them that anything you want to do is possible when you work hard. For all the latest episodes, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.